Right. So, here we are. Hello, beautiful people. This is San, San Holo. Welcome to the album one commentary album. I don't even know where to start. Um, this album has been such a beautiful chapter of my life, both the writing and touring side of it. I thought it'd be cool to tell you guys a little bit more about the songs, you know, about what they mean to me and maybe a little bit about the process behind it. As you might know, I wrote most of the album at an Airbnb in Echo Park, LA. No fancy studio or expensive equipment, just a laptop, some old tape machine and a bunch of guitars. Oftentimes surrounded by beautiful, genuine people I am happy to call my friends. Let's start with, um, with the first song, of course, Everything Matters When It Comes To You. With album one, I really wanted to bring back the guitar in my music. I studied guitar, I used to play guitar in bands. I was a guitar teacher for many years. But when I started producing music as Son Holo, I kind of stopped playing because I was just so inspired by the entire electronic music world. And instead of a guitar, I grabbed a keyboard or a drum machine to express myself. Um, however, I really started to miss the sound and vibe of guitars. And one night on tour, I was messing around on, on my guitar because I was feeling kind of weird. You know how that goes. Um, at some point, I played this thing. I don't know why, but it just felt like something special that I had to record. So I recorded. And then it kind of evolved into... recording and I went on with life and uh, I forgot that I recorded it and I think almost a year later when I started writing album one I rediscovered it and realized this was the intro for my album. There's a little guitar harmony later on in the song that I was pretty excited about when I wrote it. This is guitar one. together with the second guitar it sounds like one two three four something like that um about the lyrics i sampled the line everything matters when it comes to you from an old song my friend Appleby made. I actually put a part of this song in there as well, if you listen closely. It's kind of like a thank you to him. But yeah, Everything Matters is just a song for someone you really care about. Everything matters when it comes to you.
Lift Me From The Ground, like many other songs, started out on guitar. Um, this is the melody. Whoa. Very sloppy, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah. The moment I wrote that little melody, I knew that was going to be the heart of the song. The entire song is just a couple of chords repeating this melody. And um, Lift Me From The Ground is a love song. I like songs with just a few lines. I wrote these lyrics with my friend, the Nicholas. Talk to me, I love that sound. Out of words when you're around. I've been trying to come down on a high when you're around. Lift Me From The Ground. Uh, and to me, this song is about meeting a person who just makes you feel like you're floating, you know, like infatuation. Maybe the first, the very, the, you know, the feeling you have the very first months of being in love. Um, that's what this song sounds like to me. But let me be clear. This is just what it means to me. Whenever I talk about what a certain song means to me, it doesn't mean you have to feel the same way about it. it any song can mean whatever you want it to mean to you. It's a very personal experience. Lift me from the ground. 
For a very long time in my life, I wanted to be in control of everything. I also wanted to understand everyone and all the things around me. But that's impossible. And later in life, I realized that there are so many things you can't really control at all. And so many things you can't even properly describe in words. And there's so many things in life you can't make sense of at all. And the song Show Me is about being okay with all of that. And that there's this interesting beauty in not knowing exactly what something means. It's okay to be not 100% sure where life is going to take you. You'll never really know anyway. And I guess you have to be at peace knowing that life is so unpredictable. During the album one writing process, I really started to accept and embrace this mindset. And the first couple of lines of Show Me really capture that feeling. I am floating out to sea. Time will take it all from me. Don't know where the wind will take me now, but we'll see. 
yeah, like I said, show me is just about being okay with not being too sure where life is going to take you. Um, speaking about the music side of things, I'm really happy with how the drop turned out. These sparkly guitars with with this heavy 808 bass that I... Uh, I think the contrast between those things is very pretty. Sorry guys, I got really thirsty.
Brighter Days. Um, Brighter Days is a great example of a song that happened so organically. I met Bipolar Sunshine, who sings on this song, at Coachella. And we really wanted to make music together. And a week later, we were cooking music in the kitchen of my Airbnb, like literally in the kitchen. Um, laptop on the kitchen table, speakers on the side. Um, it was really funny. We recorded everything in the kitchen. First, I played him this little loop I made, like boom, 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 boom. What is it? like that yeah so yeah I played him that and he really liked that and he started writing melodies and words to it right away I am very specific about lyrics some producers start off with lyrics you know that they get sent to them from other like, writers or publishers and then they built this song around the lyrics. But for me, it doesn't really work like that. I, I want to do the music first. I want to get a vibe with the music, a feeling with the music first, and then write about the feeling that the music gives me. Which is, there's no right or wrong, it's just a different approach. But that's my way of feeling really connected to the music. Otherwise, I, I just can't do it. But luckily, Bipolar and I were on the same page from the start. I think we wrote and recorded the song in two days and... Even though I worked on the drop for weeks and weeks and weeks, um, the writing of the song itself felt very organic. To me, Brighter Days is about reminiscing, thinking about an old love, and wondering if that person does the same thing too from time to time. Um, it's not a very sad song. I feel like it's more, I feel it's more like an optimistic song, knowing that even though you might be sad about some things in your life right now, Brighter Days will come. I 
on my mind. This song came into existence after I got inspired by a piano song Yvette Young wrote. Um, that song is called Jolt. It's on her piano EP. And I sampled the melody you can hear at the end of that song. I turned this sample into a beat, a very slow, melancholic beat. And it felt very special to me. But I also felt like this beat needed something more. And luckily, James Vincent McMorrow who I had worked with before on my song The Future, was in LA at the time. A few days later, he dropped by the Airbnb for a few hours, and I showed him the beat. He liked it, and we wrote something together. That day, we wrote and recorded the following lyrics. I'm suffocated by the signs. Somebody else is on my mind. But after listening to the song for a couple of weeks, I realized those words didn't really fit the emotion or mood I was going for with the song. So we changed the line, somebody else is on my mind, into somehow you're always on my mind, which to me fits way more with the feeling of the song. It's a little bit more, it's a little bit sweeter, a little bit, yeah, feels good. To me, this song is about, um, <laughs> you know, whether you want it or not, if you fall in love with someone, you can't really escape that feeling. It's something very powerful and it's mind blowing what it does to your state of mind. And yeah, somehow she was always on my mind. I'm so fucking by the sight.
Go back in time. The idea for Go Back in Time came to life after I reversed an old song that I never released. It wasn't really finished yet. Um, it was just a song that I was probably going to throw away. But then I reversed it, and I still remember the moment. It was pure magic hearing what this song sounded like in reverse. And if you listen to the drop of Go Back in Time, that's literally that old song reversed. And, you know, when things go in reverse, they go back in time, which is why the song is called Go Back in Time. I started to write about this specific scenario. I wrote album one when I was in love. I found it very hard to go for it all the way. I was very scared of commitment. Maybe still am. Maybe I kind of knew I didn't have the right mindset for it at the time. I was, and I guess I still kind of am, just completely absorbed by music. You know, and everything that comes with it, doing shows, traveling, writing all the time. Very scared of not being able to meet someone's expectations, you know. So, Go Back in Time is about the scenario of me not going for, for, for love, for this relationship, but then regretting it later on and hoping we could go back in time so this person could change my mind. Um, yeah, it's just a scenario that, that, that I got really inspired by. But yeah, like I said before, this is just what it means to me. Uh, if, it, if it means something different to you, that's completely fine.
a lot of people don't know what WIP stands for. It stands for work in progress. It's kind of a producer joke as well. When us producers send tracks to each other that are not finished, we always put WIP behind the song um, to let each other know it's still a work in progress. And I think, you know, love is always a work in progress, so that's why I called it Love WIP. Um, one night I got an email from my friend Cassini, a French producer who I really love, he sent me a folder with all kinds of lo-fi tape loops that he recorded. And one loop had this really cool guitar harmony in there, played by multiple guitars. And I figured out a way to play it with just one guitar. And I, let me see. And that sounds kind of like... pretty I think um, it just sounds like love to me I definitely wrote album one in a time where I was very conflicted about the meaning of love and I really thought and talked about it a lot with people uh, I came to realize that love is not a fixed thing it's not black and white and and it's different for everyone as everyone also has different needs uh, and oftentimes this creates like dissonance between lovers which is painful but also very inspiring to me in a way. Um, right in the middle of this song, Love Whip, there's a beautiful recording of someone speaking her mind about love. It's a very precious recording. I don't really want to say too much about it, but uh, I'm really glad it's in there.
transforms into a different kind. It's just my dumb opinion. I don't know anything. But that's cool. I like not knowing. I think life would be dull if you knew everything. I cherish anything that feels real, at least in the moment. Because I think we live in a world where a lot of things aren't very real. Voices in my head. I wrote Voices in my head with my friend the Nicholas, also known as Rutger, in the back seat of an Uber on our way to a guitar shop. We both shared this great love for vintage guitars, and there's a lot of them in LA. So sometimes we took little trips to guitar stores. The Nicholas was around for most of the album one recording process and oftentimes stayed at my Airbnb. I really love working with this dude. There's not there's just not a lot of people I can connect with on that level. It's a very genuine connection and whatever music we work on, it always feels like a very natural process. And I think when we're writing, we're always kind of on the same page in terms of the direction of the song and the feeling it should give the listener. I think Voices in My Head is about a couple of things. First of all, it's about not being able to get on the same page with someone. Um, one of the lyrics is what to say when all is said. Because sometimes no matter how much you try, sometimes words just don't make sense and you can't get on the same wavelength. Secondly, I see the voices in my head as all these negative thoughts that enter your mind from time to time. The voices that say, don't do it, or what if all the second thoughts, the insecurities and the constant doubt, jealousy, all these things you don't really want in your head, but they're kind of part of life.
Thank mm-hmm. you. 
one of the first songs I wrote with album one in mind. With this song, I figured out how I wanted to incorporate my guitar playing in EDM music, I guess. Um, oftentimes when people think of guitars, they think about heavy rock sounds and loud guitar solos like... But, you know, but I'm not really like that. I, I like to approach the guitar as more of a, like a fragile, sparkly... You know, like, like a sparkly instrument. Here's the worthy guitar part, the drop on a acoustic guitar. sloppy but you know you get the idea um the lyrics tell me am i worthy the lyrics are inspired by a conversation i had with with an ex-girlfriend actually um we were walking outside and all of a sudden she said you would be fine without me do you even need me and i thought about it for a second and in all honesty my answer was well i don't need you You shouldn't really need me either. Um, I think you should be able to be happy without me. You know, it's great if I can add happiness to your life, but but you shouldn't expect me to make you happy. I want to make you happier, but for that to happen, you need to find your own happiness first. And that's really how I feel about about you know love and relationships.
song started out with a really cool vocal chop that my boy Duska sent me. Me and Duskus go way back. He was the first artist to ever release on my label Bitbird many years ago, and we have been friends from the start. I really loved collaborating with him on this track, and every time we get to play it out live together, I feel very happy and proud of you know, what we've done the last couple of years. I like doing unexpected things, so I decided to put this sample of an old song from my friend Tessa right in the middle of Forever Free. Tessa also sings on my song Light. I really love her voice. The sample that I put in the middle of the song says, it's okay, we don't have to fix it now. It's a very mellow, soothing, 
piece of music that for some reason, I don't know why exactly, but for some reason it just felt right to put it in this house song. Why not, you know? No rules. <laughs> I've seen people's reaction to the song, uh, to the middle part. Some people absolutely love it. And some people are like, why? Why did you put this in here? It doesn't really fit. And I think that's beautiful. It's something like you either hate it or you love it. And for me, that's what it's all about. I want to write something that someone either hates or loves. I think that's, uh, that's the goal.
Surface. For this song, I collabed with a band I've been a long-time fan of, Caspian. I sat down with the guitarist Phil, who is such an amazing person, by the way. Um, we just started noodling around, and before we knew it, we had this really cool melody, uh, sounding like... I grew up listening to post-rock music, bands like Caspian and many others. I wanted the drop of this song to be like a mix of EDM and post-rock, like uh, almost like post-EDM or something. I remember being not so sure if it was going to sound good, but but I'm really happy with, with the result. Definitely a sound I'll be using in the future. I wrote the lyrics with my friend Amelia, who also ended up singing on this track. I think her voice is very very serene and really fits the feeling of the song perfectly. When you surface, I'll be right here. Right here. 
last song, Vestal Avenue. Vestal Avenue is named after the street the album one Airbnb was located on. A lot of memories were made on Vestal Avenue. I've had an amazing time there. Every time I'm in LA, I always just visit that street. You know, it's just sentimental. Vestal Avenue starts out as an electronic trap beat, but then it turns into this orchestral piece. This contrast between electronic and organic instruments is what album one was all about to me. No rules. I wanted people to listen to this album and think, what kind of genre is this? So one moment people are listening to a trap beat and then all of a sudden they're listening to a classical music piece. I, I love that stuff. No boundaries. The outro of this song is all about this guitar part. goes on forever and forever um, I really wanted that part to like take a long time just to like zone out a funny thing about that guitar part is that we recorded it outside on the balcony we placed multiple microphones outside to really capture the moment in sound you can hear birds fly by you can hear buses hitting the brakes in the distance you hear dogs barking people talking um, if you listen closely to me this is such a magical recording because it really was the end of this chapter, the album one chapter. If you listen to album one from front to back, you hear the album starts and ends with the same melody. Uh, it just made it all feel like a story. It just made a lot of sense to me. Anyway, I would like to thank you guys so much for listening to this album and to this little commentary album as well. I hope that album one means something to you. It means a lot to me. I'm sending you guys all the love, and stay vibrant. Much love. Mm -hmm.